Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Sure, by now you have already heard the outcome of that case. Uh, if you haven't, you really are living under a rock. <laughs> but my favorite part of what's going on right now is all of the attacks uh, that are continuing on Kyle, calling him a white supremacist, and their obsession with saying that he's a white supremacist, where they're kind of losing me between the celebrities and the mainstream media and everything, you're losing me at the part where as he is defending himself from being attacked by these people, the two men that lost their lives and the one that lost his bicep are all white. That's, I mean, if somebody can help me out here, because it's just dumb. I, I mean, that's where he lost me. They're all white. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the whole white supremacy thing. It's just not making sense to me. I can't stand Hollywood on a good day. Okay, Hollywood, I don't know what Hollywood was like back in the 20s and 30s and 40s and maybe even 50s where it was glamorous and there were these Hollywood stars and they supposedly had class and all this. I don't know what it was like back then because I'm too young to know that. However... It's not like that nowadays. Nowadays, celebrities are like the worst of the worst. 90% of them always have something negative to say or they're putting their two cents in where nobody wants it and it doesn't belong or they're doing things just for shock value to stay relevant no matter how disgusting or disgraceful or raunchy or whatever it is. But it's not the way it probably was back then, I'm going to assume. Let me start with Reese Witherspoon. Obviously, she didn't watch any of the trial just from reading the tweet that she sent out uh, saying, woke up this morning thinking about every mother, father, sister, brother, and friend who had lost someone to senseless gun violence in America, and then there was no justice for their pain. This is a disgrace. No one should be able to purchase a semi-automatic weapon, cross state lines, and kill two people, wound another, and go free. In what world is this safe for any of us? Apparently, again, she did not watch the trial because obviously she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. It would be nice if before these people would run off at the mouth, if 
I don't know, their PR department, if they got one or if they got somebody that watches over what they say, might say, hey, that's a bad idea. You might not want to send that because you sound like a complete jackass. Followed by Rachel, what is it, Zegger, Zelger? I don't know what the hell her name is. I I can tell you, (laughs) quick side note, I kind of knew this was going to be bad already with the uh, Zegler, Zelger, Zelger, whatever, and Pedro Pascal, because nothing already tells me everything that I need to know about you, then right next to your name, you put pronouns. (laughs) That, that, That pretty much says it all. She writes, Kyle Rittenhouse being acquitted on all charges after such a heinous, heinous crime is the epitome of white privilege and exactly what is wrong with this godforsaken country. Oh yes, white privilege. It, uh, using self-defense to defend yourself against people trying to cause you bodily harm is white privilege. So we shouldn't do that. That's what I'm going to get from uh, that's what I get from her comment. We shouldn't defend ourselves. He should have just not done anything, let them beat the ever-loving crap out of him. And then it's okay. Then it's no problem because then he would be the one that died and then the left wouldn't have any problem with that. You know, kind of similar to what we just saw Sunday night when Darnell Brooks Jr. decided to run his red SUV while people are celebrating the holidays at a Christmas parade and ended up killing, what, five people? Injuring like 40 or 48, I think the last count that I saw was up to. So that's okay. You notice the media is not giving that any attention. So that's not any type of privilege, right? They're going to sweep that under the rug. They're not going to say much about that. They don't want to talk about that because it doesn't fit their narrative. So we're going to sweep that one under the rug. It's okay that he ran into people that were doing the family thing, enjoying the holidays, celebrating together, having a happy event. It's okay that he plowed through there and killed everybody. But it wasn't okay that Kyle Rittenhouse, fearing for his life, running away from one man with a gun, another man with a skateboard, that were trying to take his weapon from him, it wasn't okay that he defended himself. That's white privilege. Sure. Then you had, (laughs) I don't know, Pedro Pascal. And I got to tell you, I didn't even know who the hell he was at first. When I saw his picture, it did not seem familiar to me at all. I wasn't even sure who he was. I had to actually look it up. Oh, he's the guy from the Mandalorian. So if you didn't know that, he's the guy from the Mandalorian. He puts out Joseph, Joseph Rosenblum, 36, and Anthony Hubber, 27, murdered on August 25th, 2020. Rest in peace. Really? They were murdered? You know, these are just three, like I said. Mark Ruffalo said something. So many celebrities said something. So many news media outlets, uh, their bigger stars had something to say. And I find it disturbing. Why? Why is it so disturbing to me? Well, let's start with, and man, you know, the one thing that I am terrible with is names. Gaji Grossakurtz, whatever his name, the guy that lost his bicep. Let's just go there because (laughs) it ain't going to get any better. November 17, 2010, the West Allis Police Department arrested him for simple assault. His grandmother Janice called the police and accused him of striking her across the face with an open hand during an argument in 2016. He was convicted of criminal misdemeanor for going armed with a firearm while intoxicated. He also had charges for not showing obedience to officers and one for making loud noises. 
He was also part of a group of activists who demonstrated around Milwaukee to seek justice for George Floyd. So kind of understandable why he was there. It looks like he is some type of activist, but that doesn't give him the right to attack a 17 year old boy. I don't care if earlier in the day there was a slight verbal altercation between all of them. Once they began chasing him to attack him, that's where the whole self-defense thing comes in because you're not just supposed to stand there and take it. Next, Anthony Hubber in 2012. He threatened his brother with a knife and choked his brother with his hands for 10 seconds before letting him go and retreating to the skate park, according to the Washington Post. In 2013, he pled guilty to false imprisonment and had two felony counts of strangulation and suffocation, according to the insider. He was placed on probation at the time. In 2017, he was sent to prison after violating the terms of his probation, Uh, In 2018, he was charged with disorderly conduct and he went back to prison after kicking his sister in their house following the release from jail. So obviously, this guy already showed that he was a violent individual. Again, I'm not saying that just because somebody's violent, you kill them. But if they're being violent towards you and you need to protect your life, then you must do so because you need to preserve your own life. That is the whole point of self-defense. And let's get down to the grand finale. Joseph Rosenbaum, on December 16th, 2002, he was convicted in Arizona and was sentenced to 12 and a half years for two counts of sexual conduct with a minor. He racked up 42 disciplinary infractions while serving his time at the Arizona State Prison Complex. He also was found guilty of disobeying orders in Arizona on August 6, 2003, April 28, 2004, August 8, 2005, and April 10, 2009. In Arizona, he was found guilty of assault with a weapon on January 22, 07, possession or manufacturing of a weapon on May 15, 2008, tampering with security or safety development on April 10, 2009, and arson and possession of drugs or narcotics on October 23, 2009. In Arizona, he was found guilty of assault on staff on March 16, 2009, on April 10, 2009, on March 3, 2010, March 31, 2010, and obstruction of staff on August 17, 2010. He also had an open case for a misdemeanor bail jumping, which was filed on July 30, 2020. And the conditions of the bond prohibited him, excuse me, prohibited him from possessing or consuming alcohol and controlled substances without prescriptions, from having any contact with his stepdaughter, including her residence. He was on medication for bipolar disorder and depression. Mr. Rosenbaum. <sighs> I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, Uh, molested five young men between the ages of nine and 11 with every act that you can think of. I don't think I need to explain any more than that because he was a piece of trash. We're probably better off that somebody like that is no longer in the world. Circling back, wink, wink, to what I was saying about all these celebrities making comments about the trial. A lot of the comments that these celebrities are making, they are glorifying these men. BLM is holding them up as heroes, pedophiles, violent abusers, and then, you know, just common street thugs and criminals. They're 
putting him up on a pedestal. Why? I mean, that to me, that's it can't be that simple as just that the left is the left and they're going to do what they're going to do. It's got to be much deeper. I'm going to tell you what I think. You can disagree with me or agree with me. But what is coming up that is so very important right now? The Maxwell trial. She was arrested July 2020 on charges of grooming underage girls for now deceased financier Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse. Maxine has been held in isolation at the Metropolitan Detention Center in New York. The reason why she's on 24-hour hour, excuse me, surveillance because Epstein supposedly hung himself in his prison cell a year ago and they don't want the same thing to happen here. They already started jury selection and the trial is scheduled to start the 29th of this month. Just in case you need to have a refresher, let me go over a few things real quickly with you. 1991, she met Epstein. They were romantically excuse me, involved uh, and stayed close friends for decades after that. Prosecutors allege that Maxine first helped Epstein procure underage girls in 1994. Sisters Maria and Ann Farmer claimed that they were both sexually assaulted by Epstein and Maxwell and said in 2019 she was lured to Epstein's ranch in New Mexico. She stated in court papers that Maxwell insisted on giving her a massage before Epstein tried to restrain her and sexually assault her. Since then, multiple women have come forward to say how Epstein and Maxwell had exploited them. And if you remember last year, around, uh, around the time she got arrested, we were starting to see all those flight logs going to Epstein Island, and there were lots of names being thrown around. And it started getting to the point where most celebrities were being listed at some point or another. But some of the names that were actually on the list and certified that they were on the list, and I'm not saying this is all of them, but these are some of them. Prince Andrew, Alan Dershowitz, Emily Taylor, Sarah Kellen, Eva Dubbin, Glenn Dubbin, Jean-Luc Burnell, Nadia Marchinskoff, Bill Clinton, Marvin Minsky, Henry, uh, was it Jarek? Naomi Campbell, Roger Eppinger, Stephen Hawkins. A few of them have disputed it, and I know that in the past you heard Oprah Winfrey, Chrissy Tidgen, John Legend. I want to say I even saw a report that Tom Hanks. There was quite a few that people were saying their names were on these lists. As of right now, those are the only verified names. The other ones potentially were just people thinking maybe they were seeing something they weren't seeing or they were just getting a little bit out of control. But it's going to start raising some serious questions. When this lady goes into the courtroom, what is she going to say? Who's she going to drop a dime on? Because I guarantee you, she's out to save her own skin. She doesn't care about dropping names. If dropping names for her gets her out of what she is facing, I'm sure she will do it. One of the biggest names on the list besides Bill Clinton, which, I mean, Bill Clinton, we all know he was a dirtbag anyways. Prince Andrew. Giffrey claims that Maxwell told her on three occasions to have sex with Prince Andrew when she was 17. She's now 38. She filed a New York civil case against the prince, and he has strongly denied all allegations. He actually said, I categorically tell you it never happened. I have no recollection of ever meeting this lady, none whatsoever. However, despite the dork of York, Trying to say he never met this girl. A photo has emerged of his hand around her waist 
in Maxwell's house in London, so obviously he was lying there. Maxwell is facing decades at a minimum in prison if she's found guilty of sex trafficking, and it's expected that her trial could reveal many, many more high-profile figures implicated in the abuse scandal, including Mr. Dork of York. So what are her actual charges? She is being charged with conspiracy and enticing minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts and the transportation of minors to engage in criminal sexual activity for alleged grooming and recruiting underage girls from the year 1994 to 1997. She's also being charged with sex trafficking of a minor from 2001 to 2004, in addition to one count of sex trafficking conspiracy. She currently is being held without bail. Reason being is that she is very wealthy and she poses a serious flight risk. Not that that's a big surprise. It's also not a big surprise that she'd be involved in such illegal activities. Her father, Robert, was once the owner of The Mirror in Britain and The Daily News in New York, among other publications. And he was misappropriator of his workers' pension funds. His body was found floating off the Canary Islands after he went missing from his yacht. Maxwell has been saying since 1997 that she believes her father was murdered. There's also rumors that he was an agent for an Israel spy agency, Mozad. So obviously her family is no stranger to crime. So coming up during the trial... There is some real potential that she's going to name some big name people in this whole ring of disgusting madness that her and Epstein were involved in and potentially heads are going to roll. And I think that the left is scared to death of it because what are they doing? They are drowning out every single other story. They're trying to direct your attention everywhere else. They certainly don't want you paying attention to this and it's right around the corner. We've been waiting on this for what, 15 months? This lady got picked up 15 months ago. Epstein was picked up prior to that. We're all waiting to see what is going to happen, what names are going to be dropped. And when I think of this case and I think of the sex trafficking and I think of the child trafficking, then it all loops together for me. I start going, well, why are all these celebrities defending these pedophiles? Now, if... Kyle Rittenhouse actually did something wrong. I understand that you're okay. These people got shot. They may not have been the best people in the world, but they got shot and murdered by this lunatic, but it wasn't that way. He was acting in self-defense defense, excuse me, being chased by lunatics and did what he needed to do to survive, to preserve himself. And they're glorifying a pedophile. It's moments like these that make you understand how somebody like a Harvey Weinstein could last as long as he did in Hollywood. This seems to be very normal in their sick world. So are they trying to help drown the noise? Are they trying to just attack, attack, attack this kid and create all this noise and ruckus to bury the real story that's coming out because they're afraid of who is going to be outed during this trial? Seems like a possibility to me. I can't say for sure, obviously, but it just certainly, something doesn't seem right, doesn't pass the smell test. If you believe what Democrats say, how they're for every cause, they're for the children, they think of the poor children, COVID-19, oh, please God, get your children a shot, they're going to die. Okay, if you believe all that crap, 
If you believe everything that they say, they're for every cause, they, their heart bleeds for everybody, why would you glorify a pedophile? Right or wrong, doesn't matter. You know, you should look at the situation and say, well, it's messed up the guy died, but at the same time, it's not like you killed an upstanding citizen. I mean, you killed a guy there that has damaged, at a minimum that we know about, five young men's lives. He has altered their lives in a way that can never be made right again. He's also been accused of, you heard me read the list off, how many other crimes. He's bipolar. He's on medication. It's my understanding that night he's walking around just begging people to shoot him. So you go out of your way to vilify a 17-year-old defendant himself, but you glorify a pedophile. It's just, I don't know, just to me it doesn't seem right. It just, something's not right there. And then the trial's coming out and no one's talking about it. I don't hear anybody talking about it. I don't hear any media outlets talking about it. And I've been waiting to see what's going to go on with this. I've been paying attention the whole time, wondering when is the trial going to start? What are we doing here with jury selection? What is going on with all this? And I've been watching and now we're getting to it and nobody has anything to say. Not even the right wing media outlets are talking about it. I don't know. It's just too quiet for me. I'm trying to get everybody to re-engage, pay attention again, get refocused and say, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that trial. Because I know with everything else that's going on consistently, big news story after big news story, it just never ends. It's so much noise. And right now for me, it's like dead silence. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. All this other stuff's going on. You know, one telltale sign is when we're beating the racist drum like the left likes to do, and when that drum's beating that loud and that hard, usually something's going on in the background. That's when you really got to take your focus off of whatever they're beating their drum for and you got to refocus and look around and say, okay, what else is going on that they obviously don't want us paying attention to? That's what I'm feeling like right now. And with these celebrities on this constant defense of a friggin' pedophile, that doesn't sit right with me either. Not that I care what celebrities say because I truly don't. I never have. The way I look at celebrities is you don't live the same way we live. You don't even understand our lives anymore. You live in this fantasy world. You don't face the same problems with bills that we face. You're not scraping, you know, every last quarter you can find a dime and nickel out of the house sometimes just to put a few extra bucks of gas in your car just to make it to payday on Thursday. You don't know what it's like to live like us anymore. The things that affect us don't affect you anymore. So what you have to say becomes invalid to me. What you have to say means nothing. I get more out of the common man walking around, talking to people, people that are going through it, people that understand. That's where you're going to get good advice. Not from some celebrity sitting up on their castle somewhere in in Hollywood. I I, I got no time for you. I don't care what you people are doing in life. You guys are living in your own world there. It means nothing to me. But I do feel right now like they're creating a distraction. That's really my point, is that something is not right. Pay attention. Read even news that may seem, you know, irrelevant to you at the moment. You'd be surprised how much stuff I read that I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, that actually connected to a different story. Then you start putting two two, two and two together and it's like, wow, they are really pulling the wool over our eyes. And it happens all the time. So definitely pay attention. Look around. My big warning right now, my big is hey, pay, my big thing is hey, pay attention to the Maxwell trial. It's coming out. The 29th opening arguments begin. 
Let's go. Let's get it on. Let's see what happens. Let's see who is getting named. Who's getting dimed out by Maxwell because I think it's going to be big. It's at least my gut feeling. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me. It does help. Um, If you'd like to contact me, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, I am on Parlor at The Real Little Joe, Gab at The Real Little Joe, Cloud Hub, Little Joe CC, and that'll about do it. Hey, uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. I hope you thoroughly enjoy it. Eat a lot of turkey. Get some sleep if you need it. Have fun with the family. Enjoy. That's what life truly is all about. God bless. I will see you on Friday.